Welcome to Boiling Point, the podcast to motivate ever-evolving entrepreneurs and forward-thinking movement pioneers. Our hosts, filmmaker Greg Hemmings and executive coach Dave Vale, are turning up the heat in the world's business communities. Our interviews with entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and movement makers are raising the temperature of inspiration. Live from the hottest studio in this quadrant of the universe, here are Dave and Greg. Hey, Boiling Pointers. Thanks so much for tuning into this week's episode. Before we start, Dave and I want to let you know all about our Boiling Point process, online courses, live events, and masterminds. After interviewing hundreds of leaders, we've packaged a ton of knowledge together to serve up to you. Info that will help you and your company be heard in a very noisy marketplace. So visit www.boilingpointprocess.com and sign up for the email newsletter, and we'll let you know when our next cohort or event is. Thanks also for supporting The Boiling Point by subscribing to us on iTunes and also leaving a rating for us. Dave, welcome back. I uh, this is, I was waiting for you to welcome me back. This is round two of me being back in The Boiling Point podcast seat you because gone, yeah. I, I missed you, man. Is it round two? Well, I mean, like we, we did that little uh, micro episode last week. But yeah. Uh, yeah, and Jake Palmer did an awesome job. Yes. Uh, and he, I think he wears similar hats to me. He did. He yeah? did. He okay, was good. pulling his best Greg Hemmings. It, would, it went quite well. It was fun. And, uh, and uh, as I mentioned earlier, it's, you know, it's great having him. It's great having you back, man. Yeah. Well, listen, right before we press record, um, you and I were talk- <laughs> talking about the days like over a year and a half ago before I by mistakenly, I don't even know if that's a word, by mistakenly deleted every single email in my uh, Gmail. Not only did I delete it, I didn't archive it. I deleted it and pressed delete trash, empty trash. And the whole thing was a mistake. And I, I probably lost 500 emails, Dave. Do you remember this? And previous to that, Dave, what was I complaining about every single time I saw it? Oh, just the... the Six, the, 700. The, yeah, and you're... you're um your my anxiety is increasing as we're talking about yeah. this because you, you um you you I pointed out or you saw me working on my inbox and you noticed there just was just now just a few minutes ago there's 500 and some emails in my inbox and I was like, dude and you're, you're like, like me like I a year know, ago I know I know all you got to do is explode your inbox delete everything say sorry to anybody who gets uh, pissed off at you and then uh, and then you you do the uh, you know the, the net zero daily you thing you know what that's one way um <laughs> so but we have a guest who probably could help me out a little bit here is that who this lovely person is yeah, on, on our screen yeah, on zoom I, well i think okay. and, and so what we're going to do like we always do is um Belinda hi welcome um we're excited to, to meet you get to know you already with some of the technical difficulties that we've run across uh we know you are a professional um and just in terms of you mentioned that you know as we were getting a little nervous you're it actually calms you down but you, there's a reason <laughs> we let in you know talking about my kind of outing my whole uh, email uh challenge uh and many other challenges as entrepreneurs we run into and that segues into you introducing um yourself to to us and your listener or our listeners sorry Absolutely. So my name is Belinda Wasser, and I have a business called Rocket Girl Solutions. And what I do is I work with solo professionals, so people who work on their own, and I act as their part-time uh, business manager. And um, an- another c- a common name for that is their virtual assistant. Mm. So I help them. I work virtually from home um, in a little corner of my house, 
And uh, I help them with all the back end things that they need help with, like cleaning out their email inbox or running a podcast or a webinar or updating their website or scheduling um, their meetings. I have one client that has a very complicated life and I work five hours a week just to schedule him. Cool. Hey, I, you know what I like just you described? It. I, th- I, I like the term um, business manager better. Yeah. Know, to be honest with you, it yeah. just it speaks more to um, what what you do, <laughs> and, what we need, and how and the <laughs> value. You know what I mean? Like, uh, and 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 it's funny because I right. hear about like I actually have a VA that it just just started working with, but I, I I'd actually start to I'd rather prefer to to her as a business manager. I like I like that. So y- you use that yeah, purposely, I, I'm guessing. I well, I think of business manager as a title that I had offline, and VA is sort of more of an online term. So that's why I use it. Uh, and there's lots of different kinds of VAs. I mean, there are VAs that um, do uh, very simple tasks, and then there's, there can be a VA that can run your whole business. Um, so it's it's a pretty broad a pretty broad uh, title. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, now we're actually just working through. <laughs> There's some technical challenges as we go. So Greg just disappeared to try to get the audio up. I, we can hear you. As you know, it's a little bit quiet, but our guests can hear you perfectly. Or sorry, our listeners can hear you perfectly. I'm curious about, like, so how did you get into this world of, uh, you know, business managing or, you know, virtually, if you will, or the virtual mm-hmm. VA kind of concept? Like, how does that happen? It was a pretty curvy path. So I was in corporate for 17 years. I loved it. I worked mostly on... Um, on projects that were all about business operations, so making things more efficient um, and getting things done faster. I went out on my own when my daughter was born, and I opened an online beauty gift boutique. And I learned a lot there. I, I mostly learned that all the things that made me successful in corporate did not translate over to working on my own. So I had to figure out credit card processing. I had to figure out how to grow an email newsletter list. I needed to figure out... Cash flow. So lots of different things. What happened was people started asking me, how did you do that? Because this was 2001. It was kind of in the dark ages of the internet. And what I would say is come to my neighborhood, buy me a martini, and I'll tell you how I did that. Like, how did I figure out how to connect the shopping cart to QuickBooks to save all these steps? And then one day someone said to me, would you do this for me? Would you, would you do this? And it was time for me to close down my store. It's time for me to move on. And so I said, yes. And that's when I became Rocket Girl. So um, I started uh, doing email newsletters, setting up shopping carts, a lot of the same skills that I picked up doing my online store. And then it just expanded from there. Awesome. Well, so Rocket Girl. How did, how did that name come? Because it's it's very catchy. I'll never forget it. Um, uh, I, I don't think any of our listeners will either. So we're you know what's the what's the origins of that name? Well, there's a really good story that might surprise you about that. So you have interviewed twice Michael Katz from Blue Penguin Development. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? we love Michael. And yeah, yeah, right, right. Yeah, me too. So um, Michael and I work very closely together, and he was one of the he was he helped me invent Rocket Girl. So I was trying, I remember where I was standing in my house. I, I needed a name and I needed it pretty fast because I wanted to start generating income um, to make this business work. So we were thinking about things like fast. I was going to work with startups. So we were thinking fast start, blue streak. And one of my friends said to me, um, about launch. And I thought rocket. And yeah, so I called him and I said, it's something rocket, something rocket. And uh, he came back, a few, like, I don't know, the next day and said, Rocket Girl Solutions. 
And I said, Michael, I just turned 50 years old. I cannot be anything girl. And Rocket and rocket Girl, I don't know. D- don't let me make a fool out of myself. And he said, this is genius. Do this. Yeah. All my friends, my family all said, don't do it. Don't do it. It's not the right thing. And I said, okay, I'm doing it anyway. And I did. And that's how I became Rocket Girl. And the thing that you're right, no one forgets about it. I, I, was, uh, I walk into a room and someone will say, Rocket Girl's in the house or you know, networking, that's how people refer to me. So it's been genius. And Michael Katz was instrumental in that. nothing but awesomeness about that name. Like walking into the room, hey, there's Rocket yeah. Girl. And people are like, I got to know who Rocket Girl is. Because you know what? Like, I, it's I, superhero. I, I, would, I, would, I, would, I would be totally cool if people say, hey, Rocket Boy. Like, that would Rocket be Boy. awesome. Like, I would <laughs> be. Well, well, unless Donald <laughs> Trump says it uh, about you. Yeah. Well, yeah. Actually, Rocket you know what? Man. That's a good point. That's a good point. Um, so, yeah. no, and, and, and the, the other thing is I'm, like, I'm seeing that you're a speaker in your bio. So you're obviously helping share, you know, kind of your learnings and, and, uh, and how people can be, you know, use technology for growth and in small, you know, it's kind mm-hmm. of these smaller businesses, that sort of thing. Um, one of the things I'm curious about is like, what are you noticing, you know, if you look back from 2001, you know, the dark ages till now, like, what are the most consistent challenges that your clients uh, run up against before maybe they find you? Like what, 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 what is there any yeah. trends or themes? They're really good at what they do. But the world has become much much more complicated. So, for example, I have a financial planner um, client. I have several, actually. And she she said to me one day, I'm so grateful that you do my email newsletter for me because it takes me between an hour and an hour and 15 minutes. I get it up on her website. I put it on LinkedIn. You know, I put it in her Facebook. You know, I sprinkle it all over the, the Internet. And she said, if I were to do it, it would take me all day and I would be crying during part of that day. So it's really the pieces, um, you know, the pieces they, that they don't understand. You know, somebody that doesn't blow up their whole email inbox like you did um, could really struggle with that. You know, just wading through all these emails and just, you know, dragging them down. So it's mostly technology from, from my point of view or um, just something that isn't their strength. One client today, she sent me a, I don't even know how many pages it is, probably 50 or 60 page PowerPoint. And it's, it's a little messy. So I just need to go through and straighten it up, make sure, you know, everything, make sure she's represented to be as smart and as, you know, wonderful as she is at what she delivers. So that's, that's really a lot of it. it. And there's no choice. You have to be tech, you know, you have to have a technical side of your business, no matter what you do, pretty much. For, okay. So for me, just for a little bit of context, I got to know Dave quite well as my first business coach. In fact, I haven't had one since him, so that's good news. So, is that good news? Well, uh, yeah, it is. It is. I mean, we're not engaged that way right now, but uh, you know, um, it was a very good experience. But I've had problems since then as an entrepreneur for the last decade of the type that everybody around me says you need an EA or a VA, and I'm like, yes, I do. And then I try. So I'm going to give you. The challenge that probably a lot of our listeners are probably thinking in their head right now. My challenge is as an entrepreneur, I've got my hand in so many different things. The Boiling Point podcast being one of them, Hemings House Pictures, my film company being another. I've got probably seven orbits that I put a lot of energy into. Mm-hmm. That's one challenge. But there's so much communication going on that every time I've ha- invited somebody in and trained them over a number of weeks, it's still. I cannot mentally let it go because stuff just, it's impossible, I think, to hand it over. 
Although, unless yeah. you had somebody with you beside you all the time to really know your business, and then that becomes far more of a uh, a role, I feel, than you know what most people are are really able to engage in. You know, I, I wish I could afford someone to follow me around left, right, and center, know every little piece of my business. But right, right. And how do we? And I'm not a micromanager, just so you know. But I find myself doing the PowerPoint myself because I I can't I don't have time to teach it or explain the nuances, so I just do it. Dave sees this in me all the time, actually. Um, and then that creates burnout. So how do we, how do you uh, help us? So there's a couple of different things. So one of the um, genius parts about um, having a, a VA versus an EA, or meaning that they're, they're part-time. So um, I guess you could have an EA part-time, but, but the point is, is that I have over 50 clients and I'm at my desk all day long. So if someone needs something, I can give that, I can shift my attention and, um, most of the time within an hour or two and take care of that. Um, a lot of the work I do is routine. So to your point, you know, there's just certain things that are part of my job that I was trained in once and I just make happen and I keep the, you know, my client informed. The, the tricky part, there's a couple of things that are really tricky. One is that, um, and I'm sure this isn't you, but a lot of people don't know how to delegate. There's, it's a whole conversation, right? Mm-hmm. It's, here's what I want you to do. Here's the outcome. Here's the timeline. Here's how I want you to check in. Usually what happens is, especially when people are really busy, they'll say something like, update my LinkedIn profile. Okay. Like, what does that, you know, what does that mean? Or can you make this PowerPoint, even in the case of the PowerPoint, you know, my client, we needed to have a 15 minute conversation or 10 minutes about, okay, what does pretty up your PowerPoint mean? Does that mean I can take all the red and make it purple if I like purple or, you know, what, what, is, what does that mean exactly? And then the other thing is you're right not to let go, but you can loosen, I think you can loosen your grip given certain tools like uh, project management software. I use that uh, all the time. And um, so what happens is I, I can show my clients if they are, um, if they don't want to let go or we're just starting to work together and we don't know each other well, these are the these are the ten things that, I, that I'm going to do when I publish your newsletter. I'm going to open this list. I'm going to see all these things, and I'm going to check them off. And you'll see it happen, you know, as it happens. Other clients want a higher level of touch, so I CC them on every single email that goes out, and they feel like at any point they could catch the ball back. And so that, you know, it's, so there's there's really different styles, but I think it's really about getting clear up front what the expectation is, making sure the person you're delegating to knows how, and more importantly, wants to do the work, right? And then um, check, you know, check in with them along the way. And is it, is it uh, unwise to hire, let, let's, let's talk about full-time, it doesn't, doesn't have to be part-time, but hire a full-time resource to manage your communications, like including your inbox? Because I, I, I think that's my number one challenge. And you know, I'm, I'm no different than any other entrepreneur, but I do battle between 80 and 100 emails a day, 80% of which I feel I personally need to respond to. But I would love to hand it over. <laughs> you know, it'd be great. Right. But uh, is that unwise? Because there's a lot of other tasks that uh, a good VA could do to allow me to focus on my inbox so I don't do the other things. But uh, yeah. Well, it's a little tricky because they're not you. You would never want them to respond as you, as you right? Because that could be tricky because they might not understand the nuances of your relationship. However, um, the person who's scheduling I do, for example, he's, I have a separate email address just for his business. So it doesn't get all tangled up in mine. 
and I log into that and he, I can easily get 20 emails from him where he's saying, Hey Joe, how's it going? I just thought I'd check in. Um, how about a meeting next week? Belinda will do this for us. And so I can see the thread. I can see where is Joe, you know, uh, are they meeting in person? What do they want? And then um, I can handle that. I couldn't handle emails that, that weren't structured in some way like that because I just wouldn't know what to say. I have managed email inboxes before when clients go away for a couple of weeks. And so what I do is um, I archive the emails that I think are unimportant, like there's a sale on something or, you know, whatever. And then if there's something, a specific request, like a client is saying, hi, I want you to you know bid on this work or I need, can we have lunch? I could probably handle the, can we have lunch? But then I would just sort of aggregate those and put them in a special folder and say, Look at these first. These are the things that are actionable for you. And then they can sort through the rest later. You know, I think a really good description of how to delegate effectively, Belinda, or I want to call you Rocket Girl. Rocket Girl. Rocket Girl. Um, so, <laughs> you know, so I'm just, and, and the challenges around, you know, people delegating and maybe the expectations, assumptions people have around, you know, well, just change my LinkedIn profile, like, you know, and just how how unhelpful that can be. <laughs> um, so, so there's that side, and I'm sure you could teach uh, a course on how to effectively delegate, which would probably be really effective uh, and have nothing to do with uh-huh. using a VA or a business manager. Because I think it's, I actually, I know from the coaching business I'm in, that's a, it's a, it's a challenging skill to, to master. But let's talk a little bit about the, the headspace someone has to be in to let go of wanting to be involved in everything. And what I'm noticing you know, and I, I can, you know, and I'll, um, I, I fall victim of the, to this a, a bit, but, but I, I, it's, I find it actually quite liberating to give stuff away, and I know people can do them a lot better than I can. And our friend that set this up, this interview up, Kim Houlihan, I've worked with for a number mm-hmm. of years. I will refer clients to her, you know, and saying, hey, here's how Kim's really helped me. Um, and Kim, shout to Kim with the Houlihan group. Um, you know, here's how she could help you. And, and then Kim will sometimes give me feedback and she'll say, you know, so-and-so nice, really nice person, but they're just not in a place where they're, they're willing to give it up, you know, and I'm th- sitting back right. and I'm sitting there in a coaching relationship trying to help them get at the prioritize and get at the important things where they, where they're really valuable to the business and get away from stuff that's just not adding value. Like, like they're like, it's just taking them too long. They're not efficient at it. They're not good at it. And it doesn't really add the same kind of value as if they were out delivering a speech or whatever it might be. How would you describe, you know, kind of where someone has to be, uh, you know, from a headspace in terms of mentally being, what do they, what, what, what's the, the ideal client mental model, if you will, to effectively work with a, a business manager or slash VA? Yeah, I, I have definitely seen the gamut. I have had clients who, um, so how my, how my uh, pricing model works, people prepay either five or 10 hours. I call it the rocket girl debit card. They bought five hours and we never get anywhere. And the hours are good for a year and they just expire, even though I'm reaching out. And it's, I think sometimes people are, they're afraid of what would happen, you know, if they become successful, you know, then what's, what's my problem going to be then? So to define the headspace, so they, they need to have confidence. The, the more um, successful they are, um, I find the easier they, easier they are to work with because they're used to making risks, taking risks. It's not their last $500 that they're spending on me. You know, they can afford it. They can afford the help. They figured out the financial piece, so it's not really stressful for them. And they're not freaking out every time something takes a little longer than, than they thought. So, so that's definitely 
important. They need to have be willing to sit down and think about what they want help with. You know, really, what do they want help with? And and that could take you know an hour or two alone, sitting down, depending on how they process things, to think. Okay, so the result is I want this event or I want this newsletter, and then figure out where the check-in points are. So for me, for example, when I had someone helping me with my newsletter, she could put the she could put the information into Mailchimp, but never press send. Send is my job. So that way I can review it and um, make sure it's right. Um, because some of these things, you know, all the work reflects on you. So, so if there's something that's important and reflects in a certain way, make sure you put that, that uh, gate in there where, you know, you get to check it first. Okay. Well, it's almost like, I mean, is that part of your service? Like just having people get clear on what they can give up? You know what I mean? Like, like that initial, like, it's almost like it's all, it's kind of like creating a baseline. You know what I mean? Cause I almost wonder if people don't know, oh, wait, you know, actually I could have someone attend to my inbox or, you know, I, I have all these great ideas I'd like to get out as, and I'd like to build a, an email newsletter and a, and a mailing list and all this kind of stuff. But but I think a lot of people I find kind of they default to like, okay, but how do I do that? How do I figure out how to use Constant Contact or MailChimp or whatever? And it's like there, there's people that know how to do that that you can leverage, you know? Right, right, right. Absolutely. Well, I, I think my most successful relationships started with someone um, when we start with a specific project. So what will happen is I'll do a newsletter and then they, we get in the groove and they think, and I ask questions, is there anything else I can help you with? You know, is there anything else? And very gradually, one of my largest clients now, um, we started out with a newsletter and then he said, can you do my travel? Sure, I can do your travel. And so, you know, he got his footing under him. Now, this is someone who probably had an EA for a lot of his career. But even with my smaller clients who don't have that corporate experience, we just start out in bite-sized pieces, getting comfortable. And and it works better for, for both the, you know, the VA and for the client to, to do it that way, I think, because everybody's different. Every one of my clients likes to be spoken to differently. They, you know, some like to text, some like email, some want to talk to me on the phone. We talk every week for an hour on the phone and that's how they give me my work. Yeah. So there, there is a sort of a dance that has to be developed um, in order to do that. But I would say really one step at a time. Um, I, one question I have after looking at your bio is um, the community building. So you've, you've been building a community of other VAs um, mm -hmm. and it's a place where people will get together and uh, you've got some curriculum as well, I believe that you've built in this space. Let's just talk about the function mm -hmm. of that. Like, um, we probably okay. don't have a ton of VAs listening here, but we might. But we do have a ton of entrepreneurs that actually have the ability to create courseware and community the way you have. So, just like, awesome. uh, let's chat quickly about why you did it. How's it going? What's the impact on your business? Okay, sure. Um, well, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. I, I'm really enjoying it. So, I started a community called the VA Connection, the Virtual Assistant Connection. And the reason I started it, I thought about it for quite a while before I did, was because I've been doing this now for nine years. And the second year in, I figured out how to make a six-figure income consistently for the next eight years. From, you know, in my Nike running clothes in the corner of my dining room. And I saw a lot of people struggling to do well as a VA. And I also see a lot of people who want a VA that's not at the level that I am. Um, need a VA and they can't find them. 
And so I thought if there was some way that I could um, teach the system, because the, the way I have very systematic about how I run my business, and and that's the other thing. I it's a business. I'm not like I'm not a um, a helper or someone who comes in just to you know do this and that. I, I have a business. You know, I have a newsletter. I have a website. I have all those pieces. So I thought if I could teach all of those pieces to a community, that the industry would change, and I wanted to be a part of that. That's awesome. It's it's really cool. And uh, Dave and I asked because we're doing uh, something very similar with the Bowling Point podcast. We've uh, developed the Bowling Point process uh, that's based on uh, all of the knowledge that we've been able to gather over the last five years on this podcast. Right. And it's uh, our theme is how do we how do we uh, be heard in a noisy market? That's what that's what we're teaching people based on our own uh, journeys, uh, as well as uh, the journeys of our guests on the podcast, like yourself. So we'll have to bring you in right. sometime for one of uh, one of our uh, our live events at, at a certain point. Well, down and, the road. And, and the final step in that is around building community, yep. which speaks to what you're exactly what what you're doing, and it's so important. So thank you so much. I mean, this is. Uh, Thank for for being patient and working through the technology challenges, um, and thank you for that awesome backdrop. Like, yeah, like, like you've got a TV studio behind uh, you. I know, like that's like what I know. I know. It's so like when I teach my courses to the virtual assistants that uh, are just focusing on what's important. That's so good. And for for those uh, fans who are listening to us uh, just by audio. You have to check out the uh, video version of this on our YouTube uh, so you can see the amazing backdrop of Belinda's uh, uh, home studio. <laughs> so, Belinda, if people want to hear or hear more, learn more about you, you know, have you speak, uh, how do they reach out? And, and, and I, I'm guessing it has something to do with Rocket Girl. Absolutely. So there's, there's two ways. One way, if they're interested in um, checking out the website of a virtual assistant or talking to me about working together or reading some of my emails, newsletters, which are on my website about how to run your business more efficiently, they would go to rocketgirlsolutions.com. If they're listening and they want to do what I do, and that is be a virtual assistant, um, they can go to, I created a tiny URL. It's a tinyurl.com forward slash the VA connection. And that will take them right to a link um, for more information on how to become a virtual assistant. Cool. Fantastic. Well, Belinda, thank you so much. This has been uh... Awesome. And it, it really has, every time I talk through this stuff, like, I, of course, I'm talking, it sounds like I'm talking about myself, but I know there's listeners that are having the same issue that we are. It's cathartic. Uh, yeah. So uh, much appreciated. And uh, next time we speak, I'll let you know how, uh, how I've been able to do with letting go of certain communications. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Good luck with that. Awesome. Take care. Thanks, Belinda. Okay. Bye-bye. Thanks, Belinda. And now it's time for the Boiling Point Takeaways. It's funny, Dave, if, if listeners have been listening to us since the beginning of this podcast, I wonder how many of those conversations I've kind of tweaked into saying, yeah, I've got this problem. And, you know, I, I, yeah, it's, a, it's, it, it's an, ever, an ever evolving challenge. I, you know, like I think it's just, it, it's just such a busy, chaotic kind of Life, you life. Know what I mean, it is. Um, you know, just <laughs> having a business and um, and all, all everything that comes along with that, and then you're, you know, like m- many people like you and I would also, you know, we're part of. We support the United Way, and we do this million dollar pledge, and you know, you're. I, off, I call them you, orbits. We have all, all these orbits. Yeah, you know, and and and, and it's uh, there's some chaos to it, and um, I don't know, you know, I, you know, if your strength is. Is is being in these orbits? It doesn't always mean your strength would be managing and being efficient within them. And 
Um, yeah. So, so, and, and, um, she, she, for me, she really, inst- like the kind of thing I was taking, I was thinking of takeaways. Um, she really instills confidence. Like I, like it just, as I'm listening to her, I'm thinking, oh, you know, like this is, and I'm working with, I've been actually working with someone for the last couple of weeks, uh, just, just started a relationship or maybe longer, maybe a month, um, a VA or a business manager who, uh, who's, who's excellent. So I'm feeling really confident. Had I not had that relationship um, started, I think I'd be calling Belinda. Yeah, oh, 100%. <laughs> a so, rocket girl. So Belinda Wasser was our incredible guest today on The Boiling Point. This is our takeaways. So I uh, hope you enjoy. Check it out, the whole episode, uh, on our new Boiling Point YouTube channel, uh, as well as, of course, on BoilingPointPodcast.com. Uh, and as as we mentioned earlier about the online course that Dave and I have developed, The Boiling Point Process, you can check that out at blowingpointprocess.com as well. And uh, yeah, check out what we're doing. And like we've, you and I put together a lot of different things, Dave, in this, in this course um, based on, you know, stuff we've learned from people like Belinda over mm-hmm. the years. Mm-hmm. And we, we, we hope that uh, you guys all join us, blowingpointprocess.com. Yeah. Uh, and, and you know what? You know, it just occurred to me, and, and I think we, we try to do this on a regular basis, but, you know, it, it is like thanks for listening in and uh, being part of this. Um, the you know the amount of emails and uh, sometimes connections that happen and people say oh yeah I really enjoyed such and such a podcast and I you know you kind of yeah. forget right like we're in this room and, and there's actually people listening to us right now yeah <laughs> and there's you know what I mean and and so I I just I just you know I appreciate that and it's really nice Me too. so so feel free to reach out to us and tell us what you're what you're seeing hearing thinking how we can be better who else we should have on the podcast constantly evolving all right yeah. well everybody have a great uh, week and Dave we will see you next week for a very incredible in-person, in-studio interview with somebody that's going to blow your mind. I promise. Yeah. There's no... uh, uh, That's a good build-up. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Nice to meet you. All right. See you, brother. Yeah. Thanks for checking out this episode of Boiling Point. Remember to rate and subscribe to us on iTunes and follow us on Twitter at Boiling Point Pod. To see more from Dave Vale, check out leadershipunleashed.ca or visioncoachinginc.com and on Twitter at Dave underscore Vale. And to catch up with Greg, visit Hemmingshouse.com and at Greg Hemmings on Twitter. Thanks for listening and remember, keep that pot boiling. Hi, this is Candace Sampson, the voice behind What She Said. My show is your destination for stories that not only entertain, but also educate and empower. Every week, I spotlight strong female voices from across Canada, women who are changing the narrative and driving change. Don't miss out on these inspiring episodes. Subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and Amazon Music, or head over to whatshesaidtalk.com. What She Said can also be heard on blasttheradio.com. Mondays at 5 p.m. and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. That's blasttheradio.com. It's time to dive into the stories that truly matter.